Hey, hey, what's up? That's weird. How are you, Carla There's Marie? nothing. There was no intro. <laughs> no. So we are in a, uh, a new studio. We're not in our normal Seattle studio right now. Actually, I do have to preface this. We don't do, normally we don't do the podcast, the Monday Friday podcast from the same place we do our morning show. Right. We have to go into a different studio. And currently we're not in either of those studios. We're not even in the same state. So we are on our trip with Delta to our one last... of our mystery cities. This is the last stop for the year. Yeah, it is. And we can't say where we are when I really, really wish we could tell you where we are right now because I'm freaking out. Um, you can give one clue. Think of something. Oh, actually, here's uh, one. We, um... We are in another one of our sister stations, like okay. an iHeartRadio station. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we're going to have a friend on. You can just say hi right now. Hello. Hi, right. friend. We can't introduce him because that might give away a little too much, too. Mm-hmm. Next um, week, we'll be able to tell you everything about where we were and yeah, that's true. who that was. Um, but on our flight here, Carla Marie, mm-hmm. um, you did something which I find completely disgusting. Okay, I don't normally do this, but I really... You took off your shoes on the flight. Here's the problem. I really wanted to sleep, and the shoes that I was wearing, they're my... What are they called? Those ones? My sneakers? Oh, I forgot. Nike... Oh, they're Mariah? No, they're not Mariah's. It's... No, the Thea, but that's the color. That's the color. No. Anyway, not important. You took off your shoes. They're, like, super freaking tight, no matter how much you actually loosen the laces. And your feet swell when you fly. And I knew it wasn't going to be comfortable, so I took them off. The problem. How much do your your feet swell? What are you? I um, couldn't get my shoes. Are you back a on. hobbit? This happens to web girl Kathleen too from Elvis's show. She's like so bad. Her feet get really really bad when she flies. Okay. Anyway, it happens to me, and I couldn't even get my shoes back on. It was actually quite the struggle. But what was I saying? Oh yeah. So I took off the shoes. <laughs> I took off the shoes, and um, those shoes aren't for some reason that breathable. And I also have these really crappy socks. I'm. By the way, in the market for new tight ankle socks that I can wear with sneakers and booties. So if anyone could help me out, that'd be great. Okay. Can we just, for a second, can you just tell everyone what you did instead of talking about your socks? I took off my shoes. Okay. And? My feet were smelly. They were awful. I kept asking And you, you had the nerve to actually blame the guy next to you. You're like, I think this guy smells. Well, because he had on Adidas sandals, so his feet were already out. And they didn't smell. <laughs> because he had on Adidas sandals, but that's the way to go, I guess. No, but I kept saying, Anthony... Is that my feet? And you're like, I don't, you were like, I don't smell At first I didn't. And then I got a little whiff and it was bad. So I was that person. I actually felt really bad, really bad. Like I, I didn't follow the one rule we always say to follow, follow when you're on the plane. I just, yeah. So you can't actually sit here and (sighs) complain about other people's taking the people taking their shoes off. If you're going to do the same thing. True. Well, I did. So everyone take your shoes off on your next flight. No, that's, it's so gross. Uh, But there are so many things on flights that blow my mind. When people don't put on headphones and play sounds yeah. from games and movies and TV shows. Who when are I was you? when I was on a flight to uh, Milwaukee, what two weekends ago? I guess yeah. it was. I went to the bathroom and person just watching videos, like their own videos from Snapchat and YouTube, yep. with volume full well, blast. What did you say they had to make an announcement? Oh yeah, this is actually pretty awesome. On the Delta flight that I was on to Milwaukee, um, they came on and they said, "If you don't have headphones, don't play music." They said. Um, what else was there? I, I texted you. Not to FaceTime, right? Oh, yeah. Or FaceTime or don't, call. If you were using Wi-Fi on the flight, don't FaceTime. <laughs> like, and it's just like, who's who needs sitting to be there reminded like, that? here's what I'm going to do on this packed flight. I'm going to sit here and talk to my mom or my friend using FaceTime. It, there's just my this. My sister, I feel like, has done that to me before. But it just makes no sense to me. I don't even like being on the phone in public. But it's kind of cool. Like, look, I'm so far up in the air, and I'm looking at you. Why is that cool? Technology? I don't know. All right, if this was 
like 1920 and it was still <laughs> cool to be in the air. Yeah. I guess. Oh, it got really bumpy at one point yesterday and I was like, I slept the, the whole end. time. This is the end? <laughs> we're going to die. No. Actually, and <laughs> there was a time where, I don't know if, when I first started flying, I was never scared of flying. And then, I don't know, something clicked in my head one time. And I was like, started getting kind of nervous around turbulence. Mm -hmm. And I started Googling, like, all yep, right, I know. What, why is turbulence so bad? What happens? You gave me comfort in this. And I guess a flight has never actually gone down due to turbulence. Okay. So you're fine. Knock on wood. Yeah. That oh. wasn't wood. This is, what is this no, material? No, is. Um... Person who we can't say what type what, is this wood it's on top? Wood. Yeah, it's see, wood. it's wood. It's got a little. It's got, it's got a little cover on it. I don't know. Um, Doesn't look like wood to me. So we have to ask the person. We, should we make up a fake name? Stu. <laughs> Stu. Um, have you ever listened to a My Day Friday My Day Friday podcast before? I have. And what have you thought? I like it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, no, that's a very open well, no, because Stu works for like a lot of big projects for this company. Yeah. He does a lot of important things. So I just, I don't know. I'm sure he can compare it to other things that he's yeah. listened to. I or... know for a fact that people who listen to this podcast also listen to things that Stu does. Really? Yeah. Who's told you that? People who listen to this oh. podcast. <laughs> oh, we're going to jump into uh, mail time in a little bit. But this is one of the reasons I do love our iHeartRadio app. So we got an email from Caitlin. And this I think is my one of my favorite emails. One of, one of us must have asked her how she ended up listening to My Day Friday. So Caitlin lives in Orlando. Okay, this is her original. You don't have the original email, do you? No. Okay, she said, new listener. Hey, guys, when Sam from an Acquired Taste podcast was visiting you all recently, I saw her Insta pictures, and that was the first time I had heard of you guys. Okay. So from there, I found My Day Friday and have been binge listening to you all. I just got to the beginning of 2016 where you announced that oh, you'll wow. be getting your own show in Seattle. I realize this was like two years ago, but I still feel so happy and proud for you guys. Just wanted to say I love listening and you're both amazing. Best, Caitlin. And I was like, well, that's weird because most people will say, I heard you from Elvis. I heard you from somewhere. Yeah. No one says Sam from Acquired Taste Podcast. which Because no one really listens to that podcast. No, don't be a jerk. <laughs> when you're done with our podcast, go search for an Acquired Taste good. on uh, iHeartRadio and you can listen to Sam, Web Girl, Kathleen, and Bethany, all from Elvis's show our radio sisters and best friends do their podcast but it was very rare that you get that and I, was, yeah. I sent it to sam and she was freaking out she's like this just made my day and then i said well how the heck did you find us through sam so caitlin lives in orlando listens to johnny's house which we've actually i think mentioned once or twice Love on the johnny's podcast house. um johnny had elvis on to talk about something i guess a little over uh, i don't know however long ago so then she started listening to the 50 minute morning show or whatever they call that yep. show is it the 15 minute morning mm -hmm. show then from the 15-minute morning show, she started listening to Acquired Taste. And then from Acquired Taste, she got to us. And she listens to Elvis, I think, also, the show now, too. But it's, just, it's cool that the whole iHeartRadio family kind of works that way, where if you find Ryan Seacrest or Bobby Bones or Elvis Duran, there are so many other people that you can find through those avenues. Yeah, so many other little people like us. We are 100% <laughs> little people. Wait, there was something I was just going to say about her. Can I say something, actually? I forgot. I would say... Oh. It was the same thing I forgot earlier. Oh. Speaking of Elvis, they're not only ripping off Dirty Little Secret uh. and putting it on air, but they're posting about it on Facebook. Like, they have their own logo for it. They do? I didn't realize yeah. it was a logo. Yeah. Oh, I have to check this post It's like the audio again. thing that they do. Okay. And it's to the point where it's like, don't we have this thing trademarked? I think we were working on it. I don't know if it's actually trademarked or not. Let me check out this it's post. It's ridiculous. Yeah, Daily Highlight, like, Dirty just, Little Secret, and there's a guy that looks... Like you and Adam Kind of like me. Yeah, if, if me and Adam Levine did it and had a baby... I don't it looks like this guy. Why they just can't leave us little people alone and let us have our nice things. 
because we had a good idea. Um, but here's the thing. If you want to listen to Dirty Little Secret, if you have no idea what that is, yep. we do have a channel for it on iHeartRadio. Yeah, before you listen to Acquired Taste Podcast or Elvis, <laughs> go listen to Dirty Little Secret on iHeartRadio. Stu, have you listened to a Dirty Little Secret ever? <laughs> I actually have it. You have not? Oh, not. we got to get a little So explain, I want to see you explain what Dirty Little Secret is to Stu. That's where people text us anonymously with their crazy secrets. We call them back after our show and kind of like grill them with a bunch of questions about their secret. And then we air it the next day but after anthony edits it and changes their voice um so what's your favorite journal secret carla Marie? my favorite explain it to Stu. i want you to explain oh, what the whole secret okay. is to Stu. but then no one's gonna go listen to it so this guy and well, this make girl it, make it in a way where people are gonna want to listen to it afterwards well i'm just gonna tell the whole secret okay. so this guy and the girl were dating for a couple months and he finds out she oh. cheats on him so they get into a big blowout fight break up he goes to a bar and gets wasted meets this older couple who apparently has had this fantasy where they've always wanted the wife to have sex with someone and the husband watches. It's always what they've wanted to do. So they tell him about it and he's like, I'm wasted. I don't care. I'll do it. So they do it. He has sex with this woman and the husband watches. Fast forward six months later, he gets back with the girlfriend. They're like, fine, whatever. They're going to the parents' house for dinner. They get to the parents' house. He's like, this place looks familiar. Knock on the door. The dad opens the door and it's the husband who watched him. So she, he had sex with his girlfriend's mom while the dad watched. They got married. That's yeah, crazy. now they're married. And he, but there's a twist to the end. That's why you can go listen to it because how he made sure that the wife knows or doesn't know is kind of crazy. Well, if you think about it, though, I did not believe him. I just actually. and this just came like I knew the whole story obviously because I listened to it. Um, that dad had to walk his daughter down the aisle. At their wedding one day. Yeah. Knowing that the guy that he was walking his daughter down the aisle to go marry did his own wife. Mm -hmm. And that girl's mom. Mm -hmm. Yummy. Okay. Now, Stu, dirty little <laughs> secret, go. You have to give us one equally no, as crazy personal. No. I don't want to know the people who tell us secrets. That's you true. Can... We did have someone recently. Didn't they tell us they were a dirty little secret? Two people we've had tell us. There was one that the one person that came into our studio and wanted the concert. Yeah, so we've gotten to meet two uh, dirty little secrets. We can't secrets. say which secret. We also this week got to meet someone who uh, is an EMH. And Stu, do you know what an EMH is? No. Oh, okay. it's kind of like an EM. You almost gave mm. something away. Yeah, I almost gave something away. Well, we, a lot can of, we a take lot that of, out so I don't ruin anything. No, a lot of different radio stations have um, <laughs> oh, no. a lot like of different morning shows, club, stuff like that. Yeah, different like names Isn't for people. Who yeah. listen often, whether it's for a specific time of the day or all day or whatever it is. <laughs> so an EMH is an every morning is an every morning homie. <laughs> and Carla Marie's cracking herself up. I ruined everything. <laughs> yeah, every morning homie because Anthony loves the word homie and I he do. started saying like, "Oh, thanks for listening, homie, or whatever." Or you listen every morning, and we were like, "Oh, EMH." So we did have our first EMH come up to us in public, and she was like, "I'm Vanessa. I'm an EMH," and we freaked out because no one's ever done that before. Yeah. So. Shout out to Vanessa, who I don't think is an MDF. -er. Well, you know, Stu, who's in studio with us, I keep, I feel like I have to keep resetting that. Um, you've worked for some pretty big shows in your radio career. Yeah. I like really so. well known shows. Whereas we're like this little rinky dink little engine that is still trying to get up the hill <laughs> in Seattle. Um, so when we get things like that, when people say, hey, oh, I listen to your morning show or oh, I'm an EMH, like that's still a pretty big deal for us here. I don't know if it's still a big deal for 
for the shows that you've worked with or currently work with? I guess I've just never put a whole lot of thought into that part of it. Like, but I can I, see what you mean. I think it's always a big deal for someone, but it's not unexpected. Like, for them, but it's not unexpected. Like, for us, it's unexpected. Yeah. For them, it's like, oh, awesome, this person listens to me. That's cool. Mainly because I assume zero people actually listen to our morning show That's in Seattle. True. I still feel that same way, too, though. Like, I don't think of it as like, oh, these people are listening right now. You're better of off as, not thinking yeah. of it like that. Well, yeah, because if you actually think about whether it's whether it's your show, Stu, or our show, <laughs> even... Stu in the morning. I can't wait to listen. And someone <laughs> actually was visiting us uh, this past week in Seattle in our studio. Yep. And generally speaking, we have this number in... Uh, in radio ratings where it's like the amount of people who check into your show at any point during the week. And we teeter in, in Seattle around like between like the 750,000 to like million mark. Mm -hmm. And in the grand scheme of like, let's say the Super Bowl ratings or something that might not sound like a lot, but when you take just Seattle into account, Seattle, the whole market, the whole listening area of Seattle is only 4 million people. So there's almost a quarter of the population of Seattle that at some point checks into our morning show. That's, That's crazy. And if I, to, if I had to think about that every morning, I would poop my pants. Whatever. And then I'm I'd, still going to say stupid stuff. Well, yeah. But it's just imagine you have to go in front of 750,000 people. I could do it. And do this. I, I don't care. I couldn't. I'd be checking my zipper the whole time. Well, that too. Yeah. And then they'd see how many times you pee every day. Well, I also announce every time I have to go to it. Uh, what do you got, Carla Marie? Are we going through mail time? Uh, well, that was mail time. No, that was one part. That was like one email. Uh, well, we did get an, an email from Angela, and I'm not going to read the whole thing. Angela listens from Iowa, and she shared her Me Too story with me. Okay. After she uh, listened to us talk about it, and they talked about my story on an Acquired Taste podcast as well. She listens there. And her story was kind of crazy. It happened, someone in her now husband's family. Oh, I remember reading that. Yeah. Grabbed her in a way that no one should be grabbed at all and she said that the whole family witnessed it and it was the day she met the family was it like a trump grab no oh, okay boobs okay say boobs. and yeah so but it was like when you're in that setting like you're around family people these aren't i mean they were strangers to her she just met them but you don't expect that mm -hmm. and i was reading her story and i'm like i feel sick and that's how i felt reading all of these women sharing their stories with me i'm like i actually feel sick for you you know what's not funny i don't know what the word to put here but you know it's interesting um, when I first met most of my ex-girlfriend's family in college, mm -hmm. it was actually at my ex-girlfriend's graduation party. And she had like a crazy kind of drunk aunt. And that aunt grabbed my butt. This was a drunk uncle, yeah. And I didn't really think anything of it. I was just like, okay, that was weird. Um, but I'm also not going to say anything because right. like, it, it's not like it was a private thing. Like she was just like, grab my butt. Yeah, but it's not acceptable. Um, and then I guess my ex-girlfriend's mom got really pissed off and... I was like, no, 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 it's not a big deal, like, whatever. And she's like, yeah, but what if what if one of your uncles did that to to your girlfriend? And I was like, oh, yeah, that is kind of weird. Like, that would be really inappropriate. Yeah, you'd knock him out. I never, but it's just weird. I know, but it, it's humans. You don't need to test people either way. Uh, do you want to keep rolling with uh Yeah, do you have time? any other ones? Because I have an email. We got one from Jordan, and we got excited every time someone from Seattle listens to the podcast. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, So Jordan commutes from Tacoma to Seattle every morning, mm -hmm, which and is she fun. listens on her way. She's actually, far in traffic. Yeah, that's in traffic. That could take up to two hours. We read her email before because she listens with her sister. They both listen. But are they moving or something? So Jordan is moving to Korea. Her husband's in the military, but she's going to still listen on the app, which is wild. So as long as you have the app downloaded in America— and move, you can still listen from anywhere. But once you get to another country, you can't download it. Stu, question for you. Yeah. Obviously, because you, you work for iHeartRadio, you have the iHeartRadio app. Mm -hmm. 
what are the podcasts or shows that Stu listens to? I listen to really nerdy stuff. Like, like what? There's like a, a podcast about The Simpsons. Okay. Oh Which Carla Marie hates, the, hate Simpsons. hate the Simpsons. You hate The Simpsons? Which I, thought is the, I thought that's the weirdest thing. I've never met a person. I also hate Seinfeld. Okay, I can see that. But The Simpsons, that's like my favorite show of all the time. The Simpsons is so dumb. You, but you are Bart Simpson. I know everyone says <laughs> You're like that. the same. Per- if Bart Simpson was a, a real person and a girl, you would be Bart Simpson. Because all you do is push people's buttons. You make weird noises. You're little. <laughs> well, he is voiced by a female, so it's... It yeah, is? Sure, yeah. I could be Bart Simpson. What do I have to say? Cool, dude. I caramba. Yeah, no. try it. Yeah. But how does he say it? Stu? You say, I caramba. Oh, I caramba. <laughs> it's actually kind of close. It's not bad. So can you say, um, oh, what was that? <laughs> it's remember, like speaking another language. Remember the episode where he ended up with that catchphrase? Yeah, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. You have to like kind of innocently be like, I didn't, I didn't do, do it. it. I didn't do it. <laughs> you are Bart Simpson. There you go. That was coined it's, by it's TJ. Weird. It's weird though because shows like Seinfeld and The Simpsons, mm-hmm. I feel like no one hates those shows except for you. I'm starting to like Seinfeld because I realized I can steal a lot of stuff there for the radio. Okay. Because everything's like a cool radio topic. But but what what don't you like about The Simpsons? And I and then I want Stu, and then I want Stu to defend it. It's dumb. It is dumb humor. I hate dumb humor. How's it a dumb I like humor? Smart shows like This Is Us. No, that's but, but that's, that's humor, you can't though. you can't that's a drama. Yeah, that's not dumb. That's not humor at all. Modern Family. Like I like relatable things. I can't relate to yellow cartoons. See, I forget they're cartoons. Yeah, they're, they're people. They're all yellow. Like at least Modern Family, they look like normal humans. That's because they are humans, Carla Marie. I mean, not Modern Family. Family Guy. I like Modern Family, but I'm saying at least with cartoons, Family Guy, they're made to look like people. Do you like Family Guy though? Better, but I wouldn't really sit down and Family watch Guy it. is essentially Simpsons 2.0. Yeah. No, but Seth MacFarlane's a genius. Whoever made it was Matt Groening. Who? Matt Groening. I don't know. How long, is, how long has The Simpsons been on? Since 1989. Yeah. So 20, going on 30 years? 30 years. The, Simpsons, time. the Simpsons franchise, or the show, is one Doesn't year brother, younger than you. Your brother's like obsessed with it. Yeah, my brother Justin. I mean, my whole family, for the most part, really likes The Simpsons. I used to watch when I was a kid because my older brother watched. So I, maybe that can you, can you right now grab your phone, go to Twitter? Maybe that actually molded me. What? To be. Anti-Simpsons? No, to be Bart Simpson. Oh, maybe. <laughs> go to your phone, go to Twitter, yeah. and put up a poll right now. <laughs> just asking, however you want to word it, is The Simpsons. I thought of something we need to talk about. When I is The Simpsons a good show? A poll? Yeah. Is The Simpsons or are How would you write that? It was is. Because yeah. you would say, is Modern Family a good show? The name of the show is The Simpsons. Yeah. Is The Simpsons a good show? Yeah. The dumbest tweet I've ever seen. <laughs> yes. I guarantee you that gets the most responses out of anything you've ever tweeted. <laughs> okay. All right. So two things we need to talk about. One is I got another stupid, dumb email. Oh, wait. What other podcast do you listen to? The uh, Simpsons one? Yeah. And then just a bunch of other radio shows from around the country. Well, I heard there's um, a podcast. My, the girl who does my hair was telling me she listens to The Cult. The cults, maybe it's an S, and it's all, uh, each episode is about different kinds of cults around the world. She says it's actually kind of scary. Do you think the EMHs will ever be a cult? I hope so. People who listen to, <laughs> to our show. So I we oh, we started this when we started doing uh, radio school. We mm-hmm. do radio school where we have people email us questions about radio that yeah. they'd always wondered. And one was like, someone was asking us, I think, about like Instagram and social endorsements and stuff like okay. that. Um, and I say that the people from Flat Tummy Tea oh, yeah. always email me and try to get me to do social posts for Flat Tummy Tea. And I refuse because I don't think that your tea is actually going to give you a flat tummy 
And two, it's stupid because you have all these models that don't eat anything posting it, and then you want me well, to no. do it. And I'm not going to say that the models don't eat anything because I'm going to say that they in, don't. in a lot of ways, a lot of those Instagram models yeah. are so fit. But they also Photoshop their pictures. Well, okay, but here's here's what I was going to say. It's it, the cop out is like, oh, they don't eat. That's why they're so skinny. I'm sure a lot of them take care of themselves, but the eat tea the right things. Do that. Exactly. The the tea it's company a and a lot, and not just fit tummy tea or whatever, but a lot of like uh, a lot of the things you see at GNC or whatever. The people that they have on those covers don't take those supplements or take those teas or detoxes. They eat healthy. They oh, okay. find I'll they find people who look great all the time, and they say, hey, can you just take a picture holding this tea? Exactly. Yeah. So they keep emailing me and having different people email me and this guy reaches out and they try to do it in a sneaky way hi my name's anton i'm a pr agent with the synergy effect we own some of the coolest and buzziest brands on social media and i'm looking to set up some sponsored posts with you on your instagram page with the intention of bringing you on to do multi-brand collaborations while moving into a long-term partnership let me know if you'd like to an offer blah blah, blah. his email anton at flattellmeco.com <laughs> you liar and then I, I didn't respond, and he emailed back the next day, just following up on this. Psycho. Calm down. Also, like, no, I'm not going to do it. I refuse to do flat tummy tea. Okay, so don't. But I let people always, all of our, everyone who listens keeps me, wants to stay updated on the flat tummy tea situation. So you're still a no? I'm still a no. How much? Okay, I did let say me ask you a question. How much money? Yeah. <laughs> you will know that I So $10,000 $10, is the limit? Yeah, I might email back. $10,000 is. What if they went with nine thousand dollars? Yeah, because that's like a good amount of money. I would say, give me ten thousand. I'll donate a thousand to everyone who listens to Monday Friday. <laughs> no, you would not, because then you'd still you end up with zero dollars. You would actually find out who actually listens to, because you know we not everyone emails. We're like, we know you're listening, but you don't email. Yeah. If I was like, I'll give everyone a dollar. I bet you everyone would email. Pot. Yeah. No, you split the pot with however many people email. Oh, I can do that. So if only ten people email, then everyone would get a thousand dollars. Okay, um, the other thing we need to talk about is um, the freak out I had earlier this week. I don't know what you're talking about. This was a very long week. Uh, Monday night. I'm still... We were at dinner with coworkers. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, Oh, my God, and Patrick Stone from Fall Out Boy was at the restaurant. <laughs> okay, Stu, so you don't know that my favorite band of all time is Fall Out Boy. I do know that, actually. Okay, yeah, like, it's bad. Stu knows us pretty well. We know Stu. Okay, so I saw... Oh, wait, can I cut you off? Stu, for a very short time, was part of the Elvis Duran family mm -hmm. in in, uh, in oh, a very great. certain capacity. But he was part of the Elvis Duran in the Morning Show family. Okay. Let that be a clue. Don't even say how <laughs> or why. Let people know that. So they did a show in Seattle Sunday night. Went to the show, whatever. We were supposed to interview them before, but found out, I think, that Patrick was sick, really. So, yeah. like, we couldn't do the interview. So we took a picture with Pete and uh, Andy. Went on our merry way, watched the show, had the best time ever. Monday night. We're at dinner with um, Elizabeth Fazio, who used to be Elvis's assistant, and then our boss, our producer, and someone else in the yeah. company. And we're at like our favorite Seattle restaurant. Anthony's like snickering, is that whatever, to Elizabeth the whole time. Yeah. And I'm like ignoring him because I don't know what he's talking about. And I'm, I'm, sta I'm staring at this guy for like a half hour, 40 minutes, trying to figure out if it's the person I think it is. Before he looks at me and actually says, hey, Carla Murray, you would know. Is that Patrick Stump? And I whip my head around, and I'm like, yes, it's Patrick Stump. Why did you wait 30 minutes to bring this up? 
I wanted to make sure before you embarrassed yourself. Because he definitely, the second I said it, you freaked out. And then he definitely noticed and tried to avoid us and at I all costs. And I spent the next <laughs> hour staring at him like, this is so cool. And they were like, Carla Marie, you've met him so many times. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. But when you see celebrities in their not normal habitat, like backstage or in for an interview, there's something so cool about that. And I was like, imagine I never met them before. Yeah, of and course. I was, if, had you never met them, it would have been a big deal. But think about that. Like, I spent my whole life loving Fall Out Boy. Say I was never in radio, never got to interview them, never whatever. And you're in a restaurant and you see the lead singer of your favorite band. How freaking cool is that? Yeah. So I was kind of like in that situation, like imagine. And I didn't say anything because he was eating dinner. Well, of course. And you should. And that's the rule. So I... Got my jacket, which was hanging up right next to his table, and I, like, stared at him, but he has glasses, so I couldn't tell there was a glare. <laughs> well, I had to do a check, because, so Patrick Stump, if you don't know who it is, he normally wears, like, a, a hat. Yeah. He wears, like, that newspaper hat, doesn't he? Yeah, like a newsie. Um, he had no hat on, he had glasses, and no jacket, and I'm like, he also was kind of to the side, so I didn't get, I was looking at his profile. Um, so I did the checklist, I was like, alright, there's a hat on the table, so he's probably being polite with to the people that he's sitting with and took off the hat at dinner. And then the dead giveaway for me was there was a leather jacket on the back of his seat. Oh, yeah. And I was like, you know the leather jacket on and the hat? That's definitely, definitely Patrick Stump. I don't know who I would really, I guess Gerard the Gerard Way. I told you if you saw Gerard Way. No. I mean, I like, My Couple of Romance is my favorite but here's the band. Thing. If you saw The Rock in public, you'd have no problem knowing if it was The Rock or not. Exactly. He, that's, <laughs> the Rock is The Rock. It's, yeah. Um, There's no one that looks like him. But again, I've got to meet The Rock. Twice. I would kill. So, I love him. If Not I saw like him out, I'd be like, oh, that's cool. And I'd probably text a couple friends, but I wouldn't like freak out. I was, I'm telling, I was like, <gasps> like so excited. So I, the reason I remembered is because when I went on Twitter, I forgot that I sent him a DM because. Yeah. Instead of, <laughs> instead of bothering him at dinner, she messaged him while he was at dinner. Well, because we, we, he used to message me before after I interviewed them. And I said, hi, I'm positive. I'm at a table across from you at Steelhead Diner in Seattle. I'm trying to be a creep, but I'm being a creep. But I meant to, I'm trying to be a creep? Yeah, but I meant to write, I'm trying not to be a creep, but I'm being a creep. So it all failed. He's never going to respond, and no. that's the end. That's it. Although we are supposed to have, because our, our interview with them got canceled, we're supposed to have a follow-up phone interview with them. So this will actually be even better, oh. because now you can talk about that. It's crazy. Who it's... Would, Stu, who would that one uh, celebrity be for you, if you had that Carla Marie type of reaction? Uh, I mean, I'm really big into, like, late-night TV, so Ooh. probably, like, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel would be cool. All cool. those guys. Yeah. Fallon's, we got to meet Fallon, or no, we didn't really meet him. We went ha to the show. I, well, I, I met him for half a second when I was with Elvis backstage, but. We went to, like, a, like have you ever been to a live taping one of those shows? Yeah. It's wild. It's awesome. Like, if you, if anyone can ever get on one of those lists, do it. My goal is to go to the Ellen Show. I, the one regret I have is I never went to the Daily Show when it was with, uh. Colbert. No, no. Um, John, oh, John Stewart. Stewart. Oh, I want to go to Colbert. I'm really starting to like uh, Trevor Noah. Yeah. At first, and his stand-up was always good. And at first, when he got onto the Daily Show news desk, I was like, eh, he's okay. Like, he's not bad. And now he's like, I feel like he's finally rolling, and this is like his show now. Well, because there's just constant material. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. President Trump has done wonders for the late-night TV show world. Are you sick of hearing about President Trump like news? In what sense? Just the fact that it's thrown at you all day. Yeah, I mean, I let, like, I and not love just, seeing... And not take the, hold on, let me take this back. Not just President Trump, but just the whole political yes. thing. I do like night, like, late night shows because it's just hilarious. And they're mm. just like, all right, let's do it. Like, 
looking at it from a production perspective like what are they just sit there every day and their jokes are written for them and i think that's awesome right now yeah not awesome that what's happening but awesome that in that mind i think it's hilarious watching the, the comedy writes itself almost yeah exactly um yeah i'm sick of it though i'd rather just i don't know other things on like, I just what like every time at, at the airport lounge it's the um we were watching the we were watching CNN and the ticker said oh they had so they were talking about how Trump is uh, removing a ban uh was it the trophy elephant. bring back trophy like elephant killings or something from Africa and then in parentheses it had like Keeping, his sons yeah like his sons like CNN is just throwing digs yeah but also at the same time if you weren't finding out about this you'd be yeah you, you don't want to be in the dark right. I guess so. You'd be, what is the word? It's just, it beats you up after, like, every time I see a notification, I'm like, oh, God, there's either another hurricane or a politician did something stupid. Like, touch someone inappropriately. Yeah. Um, before I forget, if you listen to this podcast and you live in uh, Washington or Western Washington, uh, email us, mydayfridayshow at gmail.com. We're having listeners come in studio on Tuesday morning, and we're going to have you record some fun stuff. Like, I love listening to Carla Marie and Anthony every morning, but Carla Marie is my favorite. And our imaging guy is going to use that in production. So, come so we're asking people to lie. And they come get bagels. <laughs> so lies. Is that? MyDayFridayShow at gmail.com. MyDayFridayShow at thoseareallies.com. <laughs> um, what else? Oh, we have an email from Diana. And I guess we were talking about how you cry when you get upset, Carla Marie. Yeah. Like you get no. mad and you cry at the same time. When I get angry, I just cry. Which, that doesn't happen to you. Which too. makes arguing with you very difficult. I, I, I listen. If like I just, you can't because you can't argue with someone when they're crying when you're trying to have a serious conversation. If I could change it, I would. Although it does come in handy. But you don't actually get anything done. Like when I get angry and people know about you it. You do. I let people know about it and I'm like usually pretty stern. I'm stern and then I cry and I keep talking while I'm crying. But, you, but no one's going to take you seriously if you're crying the whole no, time. No, they, they're just like, okay, you win. It's great. No, then they just go, oh, we'll talk about it later. And they like pat you on your head. You started crying in our boss's office. That's what we talked about. That's why yeah. this happened. But it's just, and then he had to shut down. And the whole conversation was over. Yep. There you go. I would change it if I couldn't, though. I talked to our friend Elizabeth about yeah. this when she was here, and she's like, same thing with me. It's so hard. Listen, th there's a, a wire that is plugged into the wrong spot in a lot of women, and it's that one. It's the crying one. All right. If you could just plug it somewhere else in my brain, I'd be fine. Um, she also, Diana, uh, emailed in, my day Friday show at Gmail, said she loves the new format of the podcast. The new which, because remember, we used to play like songs in between little yeah, things when that did we, we did. stop that? April-ish, wow. maybe. Um, so, Stu, you have to do that too, right? <laughs> yeah, it's really well, annoying. We just actually had to make a cut to this podcast because I said <laughs> Stu's real name. So, what do you know the law? Because people have asked us this, and I don't even really know the laws. What there are the laws in regarding, like, playing music in podcast? You just can't play anything, right? Yeah, it's just a licensing thing. So, what can you play? I, I've heard you can play, like, a certain amount up to a certain point, and then you can play, like, just... Like, because uh, I heard if you're talking over it, yeah, it, it's can... an editorial. If you're just playing music to, for the sake of like, here's uh, a song, okay. I'm playing a song right now. You can't do that. But, but if, if you're doing it, like talking about a song, like like, oh hey, here's a new Taylor Swift, and you play a little bit of it. Oh, we can keep can doing do what we were doing then. No, because we weren't doing it. It wasn't editorial. There was there was no newsworthiness to what we yeah, were doing. I think the way y'all were doing it, it was the way yeah. you can't do it. Because we were just like, I like this song. You can't have like, the, yeah. Listen to it for 30 seconds, yeah. 29 if, seconds. What if like the music czars came to us and said, you have to delete all your old podcasts? I would go back and I would take them down and cut those songs out and then I'd repost them. But then we'd lose all, lose all like the, the clicks. No, it doesn't matter. 
Trust me, we don't. Do, it's not like we do the podcast to get make money. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> one day. We. I mean, we. There was a time where people like partnered with us. There might be a new one coming. Flat tummy tea <laughs> for ten thousand uh, dollars. But here's what uh, Diana said in her email that I really liked, and I, I want to see where Stu stands on this. So we were talking about Disney last week on Disneyland, oh, Disney World. Yeah. So she said that she went to I Disney with this. her family, mm-hmm. had a horrible experience. The daughter was like sick, but she also said that Disney is overrated. What Disney did she go to? Like Disney uh-huh. in Japan? No, I. But I think it is a little overrated. Sue, have you been to Disney? I've never been. <gasps> You've never, never been. Can I take but you? But do you do you have something in you that, like, do you want to go? I kind of do. Like, I think my brother went for the first time, like a year ago, and he said it was amazing. And he's like thirty years old. See, I went two years ago, I guess, this or a year and a half ago. <laughs> um, but when I went, I went for a bachelor party, which is, which is a weird place to <laughs> go for place. a bachelor party. It was fun. Um, I also ended up there on Gay Pride weekend. Yeah. So and, there were, which the one, but thing, you were in a group of all dudes. Yeah, no one thought you were a bachelor party. No, but did you have matching shirts? We didn't, and apparently, <laughs> apparently for Gay Pride Weekend, at least in uh, Orlando, Disney. Which one is that? World or land? World. World. Every every person that goes there for Gay Pride Weekend wears a red shirt. Mm-hmm. Like that's the thing. Like you wear red. So it was a sea of red shirts. And you guys and us. None of us were wearing red shirts. Oh. That would have been funny if coincidentally one of us had. <laughs> um, but it was just like, I don't know if I got the full experience. I think I got a better experience, actually, because everyone was so happy. Because <laughs> there was just groups there of adult men everywhere having the time of their lives. I will take you both to Disney. I mean, I'm not. I will be your You're tour guide. Pay for I'm us? not going to pay for it. She just, okay. right. Right. You just agreed to it. Yeah. Here's the thing. If Flat Tummy T signs on, I'll give some of the money to the people who listen to this podcast, and then I'll take you guys to Disney. Oh, so now you're making us take money away from okay. the people that listen to the podcast. It's all for a good cause. Um, taking you to Disney. How much does it cost to take? Like, a, uh, if, an, if you're going with a friend, how much would it cost for you to go to Disney okay. for, like, a, what, a long weekend? What do you do at Disney? A week. But if, all right, so you're going to spend four days week? in Disney. What do you do in a whole week? Four days in Disney at a okay. Disney resort. And you're probably going to want to do the meal plan because that's better than going to a restaurant and paying. Like, you kind of, you get one meal, like, it's almost like a college thing. And you get one sit-down meal a day, one walk-up meal a day, something like that. Am I counting flights? Yes, everything. From well, I guess no, you can't really count flights because it depends on where you're flying from. I don't, it's almost like $1,000 a night, I think. What? To stay, depending when you go to stay in dis, some Disney resorts. There are, like, lesser ones. You know what you can do for $1,000 a night? I could be really off, but, <laughs> like, it's up there. If you're staying at, like, Animal Jeez. Kingdom Resort or something, it's it's a lot. Animal Kingdom is just a safari, right? Like, if you stay at um, Grand Floridian, that's well over $1,000 a night. Is that, like, the fancy place? Mm-hmm. Where did you stay? When Animal you used Kingdom. To go? Is that not fancy? Um, it's one of the newer ones, but it's not fancy. It's really cool. Like you go out on your balcony and there's giraffes there. See, we didn't I didn't stay at Disney. I got like the day That's pass. That's the smart thing to do, but then you don't get the full experience. And it's all about the full experience. Polynesian Resort now, they just added huts on the water and you can stay on a hut on the water. Oh, like you're in Bali or something. Bali or whatever, French Polynesia. So guys, how's it sounded now? Maybe that place. And I then we there. can get sticky Mickeys. Oh, that sounds yeah. I don't know what that's about. What it's is like a cinnamon kind of thing. Oh, okay. So I don't know if that was like that's a weird. different for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we can take our picture with Pluto. He's my favorite. I didn't take. I don't think I took any pictures with any. Because you have to wait in line for three and a half hours. Oh, yes. I don't get that part of it. People who get excited to take pictures with like the character. With the mascot yeah. or whatever. Who did you freak out when Pluto. you saw Pluto? I freak out. Did you oh, take a picture? Yeah, because when I uh, 
as an adult i don't know if i have as a kid i did but that's before there were insane lines to meet the characters i had my autograph book and i waited in line for every single person Wait, but don't they just walk around there's a lot no they don't just walk because i saw someone walking around sometimes but you can't really stop them they're going to a place oh, to a, a that sounds stupid i feel like you they have just to kind now of... <laughs> book your reservation for elsa and anna to go meet them and take a yeah, picture? Yeah, and, and also now, which I actually hate that Disney did this, you also have to book when you want to go on rides. So, like, your trip at all now... Well, you can't just go on... That like sounds when miserable I'm a, to me. Not yeah, that sounds yeah, miserable. Like your trip is completely planned, which so I don't... I This is the one thing I hate. I don't plan anything. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be you able to survive. You have to book your rides. You can't just go to a restaurant most of the time. If you want to go to a good restaurant, like a decent yeah. one, you have to book your reservations Wait, we went months, to, I think we went months to, in advance. I think like, we went to an Asian place. I don't remember. You probably oh um in Epcot yeah um oh I talked to you about this you didn't go to the the steakhouse one you went to a different one yeah I did not go to the uh, steakhouse one what is it called I forget I don't know but yeah there were I mean there were lines for like you'd have to wait online for like two or in whatever not in line but you'd have to wait for like two hours to get seated at some mm -hmm. of those restaurants like the Mexican place I tried to go to La Hacienda it's the best Mexican I've ever had in my whole life well I didn't go it's in Mexico <laughs> and there was a line so good I could have flown to Mexico. And yeah. gotten back in, in that uh, same amount of time. You missed out on the best Mexican food of your whole life. I'm sure the food in Mexico would have been <laughs> probably better. We're going to do a podcast every week about Disney. No, we're not. <laughs> um, okay, uh, we're done. I need to go explore. Well, no, we have one more. Caesar is uh, headed. He's got a week off from work. Cool. And he's headed to Zion National Park. And <gasps> he reached out because obviously we did our National we Parks Road there, Trip. Though. We did not go to Zion. I might go next summer. I want to go. You're not invited. Why? Um. Wait, we have to do national parks every summer. We will, we will do a national park store. Stu, you're invited. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> he said that he got oh. one of those camping towels. Oh. And we had this whole mix-up with our camping towels because Carl and Marie decided to hang both of them next to each other, and we didn't know whose camping no, towel. <laughs> and then there was another fiasco. What? I left one hanging on oh, the tree. Oh, yeah, and then you left one. And then Anthony had no towel. Well, he was nice to let me use whatever towel we had yeah. left, and he didn't shower at one campsite. Um, he asked if you have any tips for camping or doing national park stuff, Carla Marie. What do you got? Is he camping? Yeah, he's camping for a couple days and hiking and you doing all that. You definitely need that that towel. Um, <laughs> lock everything up because bears are smart. I don't know if there are bears at Zion National Park. What do they have? Because at Badlands tigers? National Park, they don't have to, no, they don't have tigers. <laughs> I don't think there are any tigers in America. You don't know that. Have I you mean, seen in one? zoos. I haven't seen one, which is why I know they're not there. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> have you seen bears? Yeah, I've seen bears. So did I. Um, but like in Badlands National Park, we didn't have to worry about bears. We didn't have to lock anything up because they don't have bears. Because it's literally like the desert in line. Yeah, and I think Zion, because Zion is in Utah. And I don't believe they have yeah, bears. Yeah, just lock everything Park. up, though, because you don't know what vulture is going to come. And drink water all yeah. the time. Stu, have you ever been to a national park? I've never been camping at all. Never? No. Oh, man, it's going to be a wild summer. All right, when you come on our national park road trip next year, we'll, be, we'll do some camping. Where should we? I think we want, we're going to do like California, right? The Redwoods. <gasps> From the Redwood Forest. Dude, what's the rest? To the Gulf Stream waters. Remember, we couldn't figure out the words. Yeah. This land was made for you and Don't they talk about Long Island at some point? I don't know. I don't know that song. Stu's musically Have you inclined. never heard that song before? I have. Oh. This okay, let's. This, this land, land is your land. No, this land is. is your, it my, which one's first? Is it your, your land? land? Your, your land. land right. This land is one, land. two, three. This, this land, land is your land. This land is my land. From California to the New York Island, from the redwood forest to the Gulf Stream waters. 
This land was made for you and me. And end the podcast there. end there. All right. Thank you for hanging out with us. You could have done anything else in the world. You probably should have. And come Monday, we're going to tell you who Stu actually was. No, no, no. Next, po- next podcast is when we'll talk but about I'm it. But I'm saying we can tweet at him. Tweet him. <laughs> okay. We will tweet who Stu is. The man, the myth, the legend. Um, we'll tweet who he is on Monday, but we'll actually talk about this whole trip next podcast. Um, oh, which would be the Thanksgiving oh, when podcast. Are we do that? So we'll actually do that on Wednesday. Okay. It'll be uh, an early podcast. It'll be a uh, My Day Wednesday. Thanksgiving Eve. Yeah. Uh, Stu, thank you for letting us use your studio or the studio that I'm sorry, the studio that you also work <laughs> in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys very, very much.